Hi, I'm a Brian Henson impression. In this next episode of The New Muppet Show, you'll see one of my father's favorite Muppet tricks. He always liked every episode of The Muppet Show to have a whole episode's worth of Muppets saying and doing funny things all throughout The Muppet Show episode. Oh, the stage is empty! My chance at last! Hit it, boys! Sometimes some of his favorite Muppet moments were when they weren't being funny, but instead tried to weird out and confuse the audience into an existential crisis. Oh, I've never known a toothache this bad before. He's never known a toothache this bad before. It's like having toothache all over my body. It's like having toothache all over his body. Look closely and see if you can spot a few seconds of the Muppets being adequately funny and over 20 minutes of the Muppets not being funny in this episode of The New Muppet Show. Oh, wow, this is the nicest copy room I've ever seen. Oh, Janice, perfect. You seem like you have a lot of friends. How did you make them? Well, there's the people in my candle ceremonies, and my friends who are helping me build the Wicker Man, and the Wicker Man, and my Aerial Contortion Girls. Aerial Contortion Girls? Who are they? Oh, wow, we like climb up onto these silks, and you twist in the air and hang upside down until that weird buzzing sound in your head goes away. That sounds great! Take me to Aerial Contortion! Okay, well, my class is on Tuesday. Mm, yeah, sweetheart. It is Tuesday. Oh, wow, then we're late. Whoa. Come on. Oh, all right. <sighs> well, wow. it looks like our afternoon's free. Deadly. <laughs> oh, come on, we're going to be late. Scratch that. When the Muppet Show is over, you know where to go. Come on down to Ralph's Tavern and let's talk Muppets. Hello and welcome to Ralph's Tavern. On the menu today, we've got Correcting Kim, the online petition report, and more. Today's house special is Got Silk, the 13th episode of The Muppets on ABC. Joining us this week is Steve Swanson from The Muppet Cast. And now, here's you. Okay, wait, wait. At this point, can we just call Steve a co-host? I mean, I've had to put up with calling Kermit's appearances on Sesame Street special guest appearances, and that's absolutely nuts. But this is kind of silly, too. So here are your co-hosts, J.D. Hansel and... Possibly to a slightly lesser extent. Steve Swanson. Okay. Um, oh, there we go. I got it turned up. We're good. Okay. Is uh, it now, better now? Now it's too loud. Is it? Is it too loud? Yes. Okay. We're good. I'm going to read okay. the introduction. Okay, here we thirsty. go. Oh my I'm going to go through all this water really fast. It's only been 50 minutes since we started doing this. That's not true. We started very late. We started, oh my God. We started 15 to 20 minutes after 8. Okay, so it's still been a good half an hour. Mm-hmm. All right. Just... We've had other business to attend to. No, that's I had true. To, I had to perform a whole song for you. You did, so... and you did it very well. Thank you. you. Very, very, very nice singing voice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Frog Fan says I should sing more. Yeah, you should. You should. Why? In fact, you should only sing. Everything you do should just be sung, like an operetta. But why would I want to do that, Steve? <sighs> nice. See, that's the kind of thing we could take and auto-tune it. I don't understand how you use auto-tune, Steve. Since when can you use auto-tune, Steve? We've, we've, we've discussed this at length. I know we have. I was setting you up for an opportunity to do so. Oh, I see. Well, I would see, have see, to have see, your Steve, audio feed. Yes. Steve, what you yes. what you need yes. to understand is mm -hmm. See see all those people out there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where did they come from? 
Well, you see, they want you to shut up so I can start the show. I'm pretty sure they're enjoying this, actually. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. All right, <laughs> go ahead. Well, okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Talk Muppets. I'm J.D. Hansel, and this is episode 13 of the podcast that I just told you you were listening to. If you're looking for a podcast episode with lots of heart that focused on confronting loneliness, I will fight tooth and nail to keep that from happening today. Unfortunately, I never know if I'm going to get cooperation or opposition from my old buddy Steve Swanson from the Muppet Cast. How's it going, Mr. J. Lizard, sir? Hello, everyone. How's it going? Good to be back. Yeah. And you know, you're never going to get any cooperation from me. I know. I know. That's what makes this podcast dynamic work so That's well. why I look forward to this every week. That's the only reason why we have hundreds of listeners. I'm pretty sure That's it's the it. only reason that the Muppets TV show is on the air right now. That's true. Everything is focused on us. See, they keep saying... Everyone keeps saying that it's all about the ratings. We've got to get the ratings and shares up. We've got to get everybody watching it on ABC.com and watch their dvr recordings and watch it on demand. But no, it all has to do with us. As long as you listen to our podcast, the show's going to get like a season 47. That's how oh this thing God. works. Everyone's talk Everybody's talking about the Muppets and the ratings and the puppets and the guest stars. And all we're saying is give season two a chance. All we... No, I'm not going there. No, no. We're not going to sing about a season two. That would be ridiculous. It would be crazy to sing about how we want a season two. It really would. I'm number one. You're number two. <sighs> you know, actually, funny story about that. You know how I am kind of in love with Constantine? Remember that? I do remember that, yes. Yeah, so I did a thing. Um... It's not a thing I'm exceptionally proud of because so I, don't know how, I don't know how legal it was. So don't tell anyone. Okay. All right. This is just between you and me and the hundreds of listeners. Luckily, no um, one's listening. Yes. Right. Uh, I, oh, believe me. I make sure that with my comedy. Yeah, I make sure that. Uh, remember how there's that painting in Muppets Most Wanted that Constantine and Dominic, uh, I can't say his name, Dominic Badgie steal. Remember that? Did you steal the painting? Maybe, kind of. Ah, oh, gosh. Well, look. I mean, it was it was there. Luckily, no one is hearing well, about this. But. What am I gonna do? All right, they brought it over to D.C. to be on a display for this exhibit they were doing on famous things that were stolen in Disney movies. They put it right by the Declaration did they of really, Independence. Did they, did they seriously um, do this? No, Steve. Oh, you know my oh, comedy. Okay. Of course well, not. Anything is possible. I know. the 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 point is. Yes. I now have this oil painting. Oh, my um, god! Because I'm just like Constantine. Do you want me to send you a picture? No, um, don't with, send with, me uh, any uh, evidence of this. You don't need evidence of this? I, I don't want to know. I don't want to be connected. I don't want to be implicated or replicated or anything. No. And after the picture you sent me last week of you. I, I know. I know. I, that, I'm sorry. I, that was Look, awful. I was a little demon possessed at the time. It happens. Um, but fortunately for you, I can't get the painting out of the box. Um, well, good. Once, once I, I find can't a good, get that picture out of my head. Once I get a good staple remover, you will be getting pictures of me in the painting, like it or not. All right. You'll have to live. I'm sorry. I will. Hey, aren't we supposed to be doing a podcast? That's never stopped us before. <laughs> it's true. It's funny because it's true. It is. All right. Okay. Let's get housekeeping done. You guys know the drill, right? Emmy at MuppetHub.com. Did everyone know that? Are we good here? 
Can I see a show of hands? Um, you in the red shirt, your hand is the, okay, good, great, everyone knows that. Um, mobithub.com slash Facebooks for liking the Facebook page, we all good there, okay. Uh, the Twitter feed, does anyone know what the Twitter feed for this podcast is? Trick question, not at JD11PC, that's my Twitter bit. feed. You're a stupid bit. It's at New Muppet Show. I didn't think you heard that. And once again, I think we've actually had somebody, uh, think that that Twitter account was the actual Twitter account for the new Muppet Show. Um, it, it's funny when I get messages from people saying things like, um, your show is great, do a season two. And I'm thinking, I don't think they're talking about me. Maybe they like the podcast. Maybe they do. But then I also get the Probably ones that... Not, I, I also get the ones that say, um, uh, the new show sucks, go back to the old format. And I'm thinking... Seeing as how 11PC didn't have nearly as many listeners as Let's Talk Muppets has, I'm pretty sure that one's talking about the TV show. Probably so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Almost positive. Um, but yeah, that gives you guys the main way to follow along. I'm also on Tumblr at um, jd11pc.tumblr.com, I think God, is how they style it yet? there. Look, I, if there weren't so many social networks, I, I would have been done with this either. 20 minutes ago. Oh, good heavens. All right. Let's get started with our old favorite segment, First Impressions. First Impressions. Okay, so here's the thing. I know that Steve and I try to prevent a so uh, prevent no present a somewhat um, uh, varied or diverse set of opinions and criticisms of the episodes of the Muppets. Um, so I know that there are some people who actually really liked this episode, and I wish that they were here to talk about that, but they're not. So it's just left with us. And we didn't like it all that much, I don't think. I don't know. I don't want to speak for you, Steve. What did you think? You know what? The more I watched it, it's still not my favorite. I mean, let's let's put that out there right now. But... There was a lot to enjoy about this one. There yeah, weren't any great big belly laughs, but there right. were a couple of things were like, oh, that's really cool puppetry, or oh, that's a great little moment right there. You know, yeah. but it, it wasn't as an episode, it wasn't the best one so far. Yeah, and it, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I know when we were first um, watching it and talking about it earlier this week, you were very disappointed and yes, were I really was. hoping you wouldn't even have to finish the episode. You were so disappointed. I was. Um, and, and I was, when I was watching the, um, the, when I was watching it on TV, when I did the live tweet at new Muppet show, follow along with our live tweets. I try to do one every week when the show's on, if I can. Um, and I just got a new TV so I can actually follow along, um, in HD and all that at the right time. So that's, that's nice. Right, Steve? Yes. Play did your along. Mom nope. Did your mom buy you that TV? Um, she's never buying you another one. No, and I don't think people heard the setup for that particular joke. They may have, but I oh. don't think so. JD's mom doesn't like him very much. That's the setup. You know, I don't think that's true. She, it's not that she doesn't like me. I think she's just still a little bit upset with me for calling her See, a Satan worshiper and a heathen me, and a heretic. By me saying and, that, now you, now you got to play the, the, the part of our talk in the, in the outtakes. Not necessarily. I actually just have to play that little ditty about um, how JD's mad at Steve again. 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 Oh, JD's mad at Steve. And hey, see, isn't that such a nice little song? I love that song. That's one of my very favorite things ever. I know. It's a brand new addition to Let's Talk Muppets. That's 
so far only been done on the uh, Let's Talk Star Wars, I think. But up until now, yeah. Uh, up until now, yeah. Because um, so we just anyway, heard it. Uh, Anyways, go you, ahead. I'm glad that you mentioned um, how over time, as you watched it more and more, you picked up on things that you didn't notice at first. Because I'm sort of in that same boat. When I was first watching it, I'm like, oh, this is disappointing. But then when I rewatched it, I'm like, gosh, that's actually really clever. Yeah, there's a lot of little things. It's good. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's not anything that got a big belly laugh out of me. Although, maybe I guess I did laugh kind of hard. Um at, at the stupid physical comedy, like when uh, Lou Zealand just launches that fish right in Piggy's face and she falls over. That which was, was a, really funny. Yeah. That was the delayed reaction, though. That was the weird thing about that scene. Yeah, like, it, it was. It, if you watch it, it's like it hits her, and then suddenly the force of the impact, like a half a, half a minute later, it seems, just whoa! Um, I wondered about that, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know how that happened. Even from, and from a perfectionist like Eric. Yeah, that's what I couldn't imagine. It's like, that's that's the best one you got here's the thing it's very possible that that was not the best take but that's what the editors went with anyway could be yes yeah that can happen editors are not omniscient unfortunately they're not very good at their jobs unless they're podcast editors right oh, then they're then they're great yes yes, yes. always of course all the time no question podcasters are infallible unless they're bad podcasters. Yes, yes. It's just it's just it's just a matter of fact. So yeah, I thought it was a good episode in its own ways and was certainly one of the ones that actually delved into uh some more I don't want to say deeper stuff, but sorta. I mean, we're actually addressing some pretty serious stuff that's been going on with these characters for a while. I mean, Miss Piggy really it kind of evolves a bit in this episode when we see sides of her that we're not used to seeing and we see her going through developments yeah. that are kind of new to her. Now, I, I, I liked picking this episode. Yeah. It was, and that's crazy to say, I liked Piggy in this episode. Hey! Because she wasn't a jerk. She, she was faced with some adversity and it was overcome not by her being awful to everyone. Yeah, I know. I think I seem to recall that uh, some of the people whom I may have bumped into over the past few months, and by that I mean at the Center for Puppetry Arts, um, who actually had some involvement in the original Muppet Show, were bothered by the fact that Miss Piggy has been a jerk on the new show. Um, He's talking about Frank Oz. Frank Oz says Miss Piggy's been a jerk on the new show. That's not true. I haven't met Frank <laughs> that's Oz. That's not true, actually, no. No, no, no. I have only interviewed a compiled version of Frank Oz. I've never actually oh. met the real Frank Oz. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, I love that bit. That's, I gotta, that's one of my favorite things you've ever done. I can listen to that little bit over and over and over and keep enjoying it more and more and more. And I hope to high heavens that Frank never hears that. Oh, he won't. That's true. He won't. So I'm good. Want to yeah. move on to our next segment? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. That was the theme for everyone's favorite segment, Correcting Kim. I am so happy about this. Yeah. So, um. I have to take a little bit of credit for this. It's true. This is um, this is Steve's fault. He uh, he finally pushed me to call back Kim, who sent who me a I box. believe re- definitely deserved a phone call. If you say so, um, you weren't there. You have no involvement in this. I don't. I don't understand 
what you think you know about what fine, went down, Stephen. Tell the story. I'm not telling the story. This is a private matter that concerns me, Kim, a goldfish, and some people who wish not to be named. And, and a box of stuff that wound up in, in front of and, your and, dorm room and, door. And a, a box of stuff that she ended up giving to me. Uh, which says, your stuff from Kim. Not necessarily, no. And I, I appreciate the fact that you called her back, that you groveled on your knees. I did no such thing, Stephen. You are you a liar. Apologized for your ways, and Kim most graciously returned to the show, giving us another fantastic piece of literature to read as the synopsis of this week's episode. So, without further ado, take it away, JD. It's actually not quite all that. She she was just she had some extra time, so she was nice enough to type up a synopsis on her phone and and put that See, in the box. You with say the other these stuff. you say these hurtful things, JD, and that's what drives people away from you. Yeah, I'm trying to help you here. But when I say hurtful things to you, it only makes the podcast better. So it's what I'm used to doing. Well, that's because that's what you and I do is say hurtful things, and it's it's funny. I know, and I wish... But when the Muppets say hurtful things, it's not funny. It's not good. Now, however, when Pepe slaps Gonzo with all of his arms... Now that was funny. Th- that's funny. That was funny. Um, all right, let's let's take a look at this synopsis. All right, let's do I'm, it. I'm so glad I didn't have to write my Thank own. Thank you, Kim. When Miss Piggy finds Fozzie, Bobo, and Lou Zealand practicing for another skit that doesn't include her, she's bothered by the fact that she doesn't seem needed as much as before. She unfortunately realizes that, without her work to focus on, she actually doesn't have any friends she can spend time with, which makes Uncle Deadly worry that she'll figure out just how miserably lonely her life really is. When distracting her with snacks is of no avail, Piggy gets the bright idea to ask Janice how she finds friends, and they end up going to her aerial contortion class. So, so let's talk about this for a little let's bit. Let's yeah. talk about a lot of the things I just said really quickly. What did yeah. you think about the opening bit with Fozzie Bobo and New Zealand? Because I was feeling that like that was a little bit weak until Piggy got hit in the fish or in the fi- in the face <laughs> with the fish. Uh, well, let's talk about. New Zealand was actually in the foreground. Hey, he gets lines. That Huzzah. was awesome. I don't think a lot of people know who New Zealand is, so maybe that joke is lost on some of the newcomers. I don't I know. I doubt but that. But I loved seeing New Zealand do what he does best, throwing fish. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, they didn't come back to him, but that's okay. It's, uh, you know, win a few, lose a few. And I liked the fact, and we kind of already alluded to this, but the fact that Piggy realized that there's some problems revolving around her, but instead of like bulldozing her way through the Muppet crew, uh, she realized she well she finds a new outlet for that. And Uncle Deadly, whose job it is to keep her away from her reality, I've said before, Uncle Deadly is the He's, caretaker of Miss Piggy's of delusion. Miss Piggy's delusions, yes. Right, and and so he sees that job threatened a little bit. And uh, I, I don't know if, if Snacks would have curtailed that completely or not, but we'll never know because another character who's seen a lot of great character development throughout this entire series, Janice, yeah. comes wandering in. I love how, I mean, Janice is actually quite an active person with many, many friends, including the aerial gymnastics gals, but also the, uh, the candle making group. Mm-hmm. And the group of friends making the Wicker Man, 
and, and the, Wicker the Wicker Man. Man. That was a that, beautiful little piece of writing. That was so perfect. That so everything really about this first me. part. I was so pleased. I mean, it it started out not as the funniest segment ever, but a lot of really great stuff going on. Yeah, it ended up um, over time. It that particularly the bit with Janice kind of grew nearer and dearer to my heart, just because. Like oh, Janice, gosh. she's so good. Janice being show. able to offer something of value to Miss Piggy, uh, you just never would have seen those two characters interacting with each other. You wouldn't yeah, imagine it, is, it, but but there it, it is. is. Yeah, well, it makes sense because they're basically the two most prominent female Muppet characters in the Muppets Studio side of the Muppets. Well, besides Yolanda, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Yolanda only just recently became significant. Right. Right. Exactly. She was such a background character until this Mm -hmm. show, which has really made her shine, really shine. It's been. uh, I I mean, I never get tired of Yolanda's sarcasm. No, no, and we'll get to her in a little bit. I'm sure. Yeah, we will. Um, Okay. uh, Let's see. Meanwhile, Pache is up to his old mediocre shenanigans again, and he pays Kermit a visit to declare that they'll be doing advertising for sponsors in each new episode. Oddly enough, I actually kind of liked this scene quite a bit, even though I'm not a big fan of Pache. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really not a big fan of Pache, and also no. I'm probably not a big fan of this scene. I liked there, there was a couple interesting little barbs uh, in it where, you know, Kermit says, well... It, it, well, Pache sets it up by saying, you know, technically you and I are equals. And Kermit comes back and says, well, I'm the guy that runs a show and nobody knows what your job is. So, Right. Yeah, exactly. It was it was nice how he addressed that. He he speaks to Pache quite bluntly in a way, in a way that he doesn't normally talk to the others. Because to some extent, right. Kermit's job has been taking care of everybody's delusions because everyone in the Muppets is crazy. And then there's yes. Pache and he's like, I'm not going to give you any crap. You're just doing everything wrong. We don't know anything about you or what you have to do with any of this. I don't well, know Pache why you're is, in my face. is a human who they're trying to make into a Muppet. And the thing is, he his delusions are not Muppety delusions. Hmm. They're just that sort of, you know, Hollywood affect. And that's, there's, there's no inherent comedic flaw that makes him fit with the Muppets, I don't think. He doesn't fit with the Muppets the same way that Lucy, the network president, fits with the Muppets. Hmm. That's interesting. I I actually did like this scene because I don't like Pache, but we get to see how much Kermit doesn't like Pache and how he handles it without being a horrible, rude guy. Yes, for that, this was really good. Yeah. Um, I apologize for all the background noise you guys are probably hearing right now. Um, I can't hear anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Good. The listeners might know. They'll probably what, know. Does the guy in the red shirt know? The guy in the red shirt... Um, come on, G- give me something. Give me a sign. Nod if you're okay. Yeah, he knows. All right, all right. Yeah, he heard a toilet flushing. He's going to need more popcorn at some point too. I look. I'm only one guy, Steve. I'm only. I, I, I'm not Pepe. I only have two hands. Okay? okay. All right. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed something as simple as Kermit going, "Oh, Pache," and you're sitting on my desk. Yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> um. And then when Pache tries to set up that yogurt bit as though it's a funny sketch, and Kermit's like, well, what's funny about that? Nothing. We can't make fun of the product. And that I was hate good. it when advertisers act like that. Cause, yogurt. Cause in the, back in the old days of TV, you I know. Hate in, yogurt. Uh, even with strawberries. With strawberries. 
um, where was I going? Anyway, in the old days of TV, people would actually do advertising in the show, um, like on local kids shows and things like that, that would make fun of the product a little bit and poke fun mm-hmm. at it here and there. Cause that's, that's part of the fun. You well, know? that's Jim Henson. And that's, yeah, that's Jim. I Henson. mean, come on. I mean, Wilkins coffee. Right. And everything else he ever advertised. Yeah. Like flipper media. Right. That. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, Kermit is against the idea of these advertisements and insists that the writers won't go for it. In the writer's room, however, Pache is quickly able to woo them with a far superior lunch to their burgers with pineapples on them, and he brings them to a little Italian, his name's Giuseppe, so they can get some fancy silky duds. Oh, I meant to say suits. Duds is what comes in the next sentence when I say, uh, with new duds from RuPaul's tailor, I love that outfit, they have been successfully brainwashed into doing Pache... Uh, Oh, sorry. Poncho's advertisement. Well, so I, I love. Actually, I really liked the lo- the location for Giuseppe's shop. Um, I enjoyed the fact that he is also Pache's caramel sommelier. <laughs> that was not lost on me. Okay, it was lost on me. I never noticed. Yes, um, I liked a lot of the reactions with uh, with Gonzo and Rizzo, and or Gonz Rizpe, as we're calling them. Yes, um, Gonz Rizpe. Where they're they're getting texted by Kermit like, oh gosh, we should get back. And then the minute that Giuseppe lays the cloth along Rizzo's arm, he's like, gosh, we really ought to get back. Oh my God, that's so soft. Uh-huh. Like just to see Rizzo kind of break down and be funny like that. That I mean, he's always funny, but that was something we haven't really seen from him before being pampered uh, in any sense. Yeah. Well, so well, seeing those three kind of get some attention, not everything about the scene worked. Yeah. And I, I think we'll probably talk about how Rupali was sort of thrown into this whole thing. Yeah, that was, I didn't really get, yeah. But apart from weird. that, this was an interesting little setup. It's an interesting episode, I think, because you can kind of tell that the performers are trying to work with a script that isn't really traditional in the sense of having real jokes. Yeah. They just kind of have some silly and awkward things happening and have to try to make it funny. So yeah. they go really over the top with their reactions to try to make it as funny as they possibly can by getting really, really angry about this stuff that doesn't matter, like the pineapple on the burger. Um, like the like the bit with the, um, uh, you're a rat, I've seen you eat garbage. And then Steve goes about as intense as he can with the delivery of, not with a pineapple on it! Which um, is funny. I, yeah, it, it's, it did work. That part of it worked more than the RuPaul part. Like, that's the part that yeah. I'm kind of having a problem with is, you know, the, I hate to complain. No, I don't. I'm a podcaster. I was going to say. The guest stars on this season. Okay, if, if you have a late night talk show, if you're Jimmy Kimmel, if you're whoever, the people you have on your show, they're coming on because they have a movie to promote or an album or a book or they're on there for a reason to talk about something. They're not just there to be there. It's not how this business works. Except if you're up late with Miss Piggy, then any old rando can show up for no reason. Let's talk about Joan Jett. Oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> this week, I, I enjoy Ingrid Michaelson's music, but there was no reason to have her on there. There was no reason to have Rupali. This kind of hurts the credibility of the show, in my opinion. I, I don't I, want to take away from anyone's self-respect or, or, or for what they do or anything like that. But I'm saying the Muppets are known for celebrity guest stars. And 
Well, these aren't exactly the top of the pile. Okay. That's a um, problem. You're right. That is a problem. However, I think that behind that problem may be a bigger problem that's actually been a threat to this whole series this whole time. Forgive me if I've said this before, but if we really want the Muppets to be with some of the biggest celebrities today, we have no idea what we're getting ourselves into. Because you have to remember that a lot of the big celebrities today either have a comedy style that would not work well with the Muppets, as I think we saw with, um, um, help me, Mustache Guy. Mustache Guy. Uh, Episode three. You didn't like him. Oh, Nick. The guy from Parks and Rec. Nick. uh, Offerman. Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah. So say that again and we'll, we'll get his name right. No, it's funny if we leave the stupid stuff in that we get wrong, right? Okay. Nick Offerman. It's what you said, right? I'm. Sh- I say a lot of things. Okay. Oh wait. Okay. I understand now. If I mess up, then it's funny if I leave it in. But if you are a part of it, it's then only funny it's if I do th- it. If I mess up intentionally, you see. Oh, that's stupid. Anyway, um, if we were to try to get people who were on the top of the pile, as I think you put it, um, then we would probably get a lot of comedians whose comedy style doesn't quite jive with the Muppet style. Because they do a more modern kind of comedy. Oh, and I disagree, but keep going. I, I don't know. I, I mean, mean, you're completely did, did, wrong, did, did, but keep did, talking. Did, did you like Key and Peel? No, I didn't like Key and Peel. See? Because they didn't do anything. Okay, wait a minute. That's not fair. Okay. You had two great comedians that didn't tell a gosh darn joke. But that wasn't their purpose in the, the show. Nor you know is what? that necessarily the kind of. light a fire under your butt. And See, now, hold on. What you got to remember is that with a lot of modern comedy today, it's not about telling jokes. It's about doing awkward things. And that's a part of Key and Peele's comedy is okay, saying and doing was, awkward things. And they weren't off-putting. They were just nothing. Um, you can't tell me that they were something. Mm, agree to disagree. But oh I think gosh. that the, the, the thing is, if we're not looking for the entertainers that are really popular today, sorry, I should say the actors that are really popular today, then we're stuck with a lot of the musicians and singers who are really popular today. And I don't know last time you checked the <laughs> Billboard Top 40, but um, I don't want to see the Muppets with the hot artists today. Okay, and you know what? I'm here with you. Neither do I, but there's a lot of people who would. I, hold on, I'm looking at You and this I up. would not want to. You and I want to see Jeff Lynn with the Muppets, and that's never going to happen. Okay, I, know. I can Don't accept that. Me. No, I, I can accept that. If we can talk about Miss Piggy trying to, or, or saying that she was going to call Beyonce, and then knowing that she's not really going to call Beyonce because Beyonce has five managers and two agents. It's like a corn maze of dull people. But at the same time, if you actually had Beyonce on the show, just doing a song. Miss Piggy doesn't even have to be a part of it. That would be a draw. Okay? But I don't you have know about people that. like Imagine Dragons who are also a big draw, remember from episode one, mm-hmm. but they had no reason to be there. There was no context given. There was nothing. It was just, here's a band we hope to God you'll like and watch our show for. <laughs> and um, it just you could F- you could make this work. If they want it, here's the thing, okay? And okay. this has kind of been a problem with the Muppets for a long time on their various TV specials and appearances, whatever. If you wanted to make this work, 
you could make it work because you and I and everyone listening knows there are people on television who are far, far less talented than the Muppet performers. And yes, the Muppet characters themselves, far less talented, who have much more production value and who purportedly entertain many more people. Okay? It's if the network wants to make it work, then it's going to work. If they don't, and if they keep the Muppets as a second tier production, then this is all we're going to get. Hmm. Wow. That's a, are are you ready to come down from that soapbox now? Are we good. I'm all right. I'm I'm okay. good. Yeah. F- yeah. FYI, here here's what's on the um the top of the charts at the moment. Um, number one. See, I did that so you could look all this stuff up. Thank you. Number one, "Love Yourself" by Justin Bieber. I yes. Um, number two, a song I've never heard of, "Stressed Out" by Twenty One Pilots. I've heard of them. Twenty One um, Pilots are awful. Okay. In the Night by The Weeknd. Weekend, whatever, however you say it. The week need. Uh, sure. Uh, then we've got. Then like we've got. That. Okay. Then we've got "Sorry" by Justin Bieber. I think right. I've heard that one, and I despise it. I'm pretty sure. Um, then we've got "Roses" by the Chainsmokers. Actually, you know what? Twenty One no, Pilots would be that. a good match for the Muppets. I take that. I mean, they're, no, they're still awful in my opinion, but they would be a good match for the Muppets. Okay. And they're from Columbus, Ohio, so. You know, got to give a little bit of love there. Ah, uh, okay. Then we've got um, My House by Flo Rida. I think that's right. how you'd pronounce that. Yeah, yeah. Hideaway by Daya? 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 I don't, I don't by know. By Diet? Okay. I don't know who that is. And I clicked on the name, but it's still not telling me who that is. Okay, then. Um, you have Adele. Adele's in there somewhere. Not in the top ten, but yeah, she's there. Down a ways. Um, let's see. Then we've got a song called Here by this um, Alicia Cara, I guess is how you'd say it. I don't know. Never heard of her. Never heard of the song. Um, Cake by the Ocean. Never heard of it by D-N-C-E. Never heard of them. See, here's here's the flaw in what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Is that you're reading the what's at the top of the charts today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Today, in quotes, today is very fleeting. Today, being the number one single today doesn't mean you have enduring star power and or even talent. You and I both know this. But if you take someone like an Adele, who does have lasting star power, is actually talented, and put her on the show, you saw this with Josh Groban. It works. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm but sorry. But then we, then RuPaul, we run into the... Ingrid Michaelson, not the same level. So now, if they were to have Adele on, what's she got to promote? The album came out a while ago. No, it's still huge. It still has... Now, you and I don't listen to radio, so we don't really know this, but it's the only song on the radio right now. It seems like it, and yet, that's actually not the song that's doing the best for her on the charts. And she could even come back and do, like, Rolling in the Deep or one of her older ones. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I'd prefer Rolling in the Deep, actually. the, The fact that she is who she is... Being a gigantic star, that's where they need to be. And maybe if they get a season two, because, I mean, go back and watch season one of The Muppet Show. No, really. Go back and watch it. You absolutely should. And if you do, some of the stars on that season one weren't necessarily the biggest stars of the the day. Yeah, no. They were were people who were in entertainment who were basically kind of doing a favor for their manager or for Bernie Burlstein or for whoever. Okay? But by the time we got to season two, now we're getting serious. 
And if we get a season two, we better get serious. Amen. We were supposed to be doing a story synopsis. What are we talking about here? I don't know. I should mention that in in, in the number 10 spot, um, we've got Same Old Love by Selena Gomez. And uh, we all know that her previous interactions with the Muppets have been just perfect. Oh, let's not even think about that. (laughs) All right. Let's find that story synopsis Kim gave me. Yeah, let's... Yeah, we've got we've got a long ways to go, I, I'd imagine. We haven't gotten very far in the episode. Continuing on now with the synopsis by J.D.'s girlfriend, Kim. We are not boyfriend and girlfriend, and I'm going to leave it at that. <gasps> Piggy's attempts to make friends with the girls in the um, aerobics class are not going well. After mistaking one of her classmates for an employee... She tries to make friends with her by bonding over the fact that they were both recently dumped, but alas, they don't really connect. Right. Um, that's where the story synopsis stops. Wait a minute. What do you mean that's where the story synopsis? There, I mean, there's a lot there's, more episodes. There's nothing else on the page. This was, this is the best writing that Kim has ever done. Like, there's I no know. mistakes in anything. What are you talking about that there's no more? Did you lose it? I- no, I didn't lose it. I've got everything right here. Um, so you're telling me that the best synopsis work Kim has ever done, it just stops in the middle. You know, maybe I should have actually given a second thought to that sign that was in the box that said sucker <sighs> on it. Because well, that's I just didn't... Kim. Oh, my gosh. What a terrible, terrible writer. Do you understand... Oh now, my why I had to break? I mean, um, no, I never understand. Mind. No, never I get mind. it. No, but, not, nothing happened. Um, I don't know. Okay. Let's see if we can make the rest up as we go along. I get, we're going to have to. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. I click through the episode here. Um, okay. So, so once we've we're got, done we've, with the silks. We've, we've got the plot line with. Oh, I loved the end of this scene where Piggy realizes even in an environment where there's a lot of people who could potentially be her friend. She kind of doesn't have the ability to make friends. She doesn't have the ability to treat people in a way that's endearing enough that they would want to be her friend. And she begins once again to become distressed about this until Uncle Deadly again swoops in to save the day with a fake phone call from the show. What? You need Piggy there immediately? Oh, but this is her free time. The way he said that. I know. Was wonderful. Who? What's your name? Jeremy? Jeremy Rosenstein. Well, you've made an enemy. Like his fake <laughs> indignation. So into it. Coupled with the word fisticuffs was just beautiful. <laughs> that's Uncle De- That's my Uncle Deadly right there. Yeah. All right. Uncle Deadly saves the day again. We can always count on him to be the uh, the the shining star in every episode that lights the way. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. It's a beautiful, so, beautiful man. It's true. He really is. Brings a tear to my eye. Yes. Um, after that, though, um, we get back to the uh, plot line with Gans Rizepe, and we wait. See- Gans Rizepe. You mean Gans Rizepe? It's and it's, this is another one of my absolute favorite moments of the episode right I, I, here. I, you realize there's a difference between the English pronunciation of the name and the Spanish pronunciation of the name, right? In some parts of the world, it's Gans Rizepe. And in other parts of the world, it's Ganrizepe. And we have to be, you know, accommodating to our friends in foreign lands. So You are so full of it. Where do yes, you get I am. these awful ideas? 
Well, you know, there's this podcast I've been listening to for about eight years now. <laughs> Nicely done. You set it up. Yes. That one's on you. Yes, I did. As you were saying. Oh, I just, I love the scene where Gans Rispe is walking in, dressed in their suits, to the music from Reservoir Dogs. Most people probably don't know that reference. I take it back. Some people know that reference. The guy in the red shirt still doesn't know that reference. But A lot of people would know that reference, Steve. But, okay, well, that's good. I'm glad, because that's why it's funny. And I didn't, I never expected the Muppets to actually do that. Oh my gosh! And then because it's cliche to it's, do that. Well, it's cliche, but the the Muppets make cliche very funny on occasion, as yeah. evidenced right here, and then evidenced even further as Chip walks by. And a lot of people maybe didn't see this, but Gonzo picks up his phone, taps it to turn off the music. So they were walking in to the music playing from Gonzo's phone. <laughs> I missed that it was coming from the phone. How did I not see that? Just a I little saw that tiny scene twice. It, yeah. This and they've been doing this a lot. There's just a little tiny ridiculous touch to make it funny. One of my favorite little details in this episode was I think it was a bit earlier when Kermit was calling Denise on the phone and you'll notice how nervous and uncomfortable he is with all this because he's clicking he's the pen. Clicking the pen over yes. and over again. And that was a great little puppetry trick because just it's so simple what? but Wonderful. it adds so much to so much humanity to his character or froganity if you will. He and you know Steve Whitmire has done so much good for Kermit. In this, we I, I've seen Kermit come so far, really. Yeah, and Kermit already the probably arguably the most well-known Muppet. Yeah, one of the most well-defined characters, but just leaps and bounds above anything I ever expected. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's where the old saying comes from: Steve Whitmire is a god. Well, that's why they say it. They yeah. do. Yeah. 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 It's an old saying for a reason. I think it's uh, I think it's ri- actually written in the Bible. No, it's actually not written in the Bible. Never mind. Yeah, don't go there. No. Don't go, go there, there, Steve. Don't go there. It's my job to go there. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, so Kermit uh, goes through the box of stuff he got from Denise, and I don't remember what the point of that scene was other than to remind people that Kermit is sad that he broke up with Denise. And you know... That he's kind of got these complex feelings now also for Piggy, but maybe there's some guilt that's pushing him back toward Denise and he doesn't really know, but kind of reminding us that, oh, yeah, even if she's not on camera, Denise is still part of Kermit's life. Yeah. Um, and I think next episode we're going to see that shaken up a bit, but let's see. So we they ended up doing Yolanda's sketch because they didn't have anything else planned. Um, that brings back RuPaul for some reason, for no reason other than they paid him, so might as well use him. Yeah. Swedish Chef comes out with sunglasses because it's always funny to see the Swedish Chef out of character, apparently. And that's, wearing that's trash bags, like. yes. And, and they come out wearing trash bags. I didn't like seeing the Swedish Chef look like this. Yeah, I thought they were going to make it funny, but they didn't make it funny. It wasn't funny. Nothing about this was funny. Yeah, well, well it was eventually... Well, first of all, they were kind of just flipping the bird at Pache in their own Muppety way. Um, or they Poncho, were. if you prefer. Um, I, love how Pepe, I love how Pepe calls him Pancho. That's I do too. one of yes. my favorite little jokes from this Well, episode. Pepe has to butcher everyone's name. It's true. And Pache is already a Spanish name, so you kind of wonder how, <laughs> what he was going to do with that. And he figured something out. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I like the scene when Rizzo, Gonzo, and Pepe are talking about how they got to keep the suits, um, but they're... They, they decide that they're always going to be 
loyal to Kermit and never let anyone else um, buy their loyalty again, especially because Kermit let them keep the suits. That was, and you had to pay, you had to listen close, mm-hmm. but that was a great little scene, yeah. So we get back to the piggy focus part of Piggy's show, and she randomly sings a number with a... Uh, I've never heard of this artist before. Tell me what you know of this really? artist. Really? Oh, Ingrid Michaelson is delightful. Okay. Um, yes, no, legitimately talented. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of her work. I don't have necessarily an Ingrid Michaelson playlist on Spotify, but very good at what she does, and you should what? absolutely listen to more of her stuff because you would actually like it. Hmm. I'll, I'll think about it. Hold on. That, L- listeners, listeners, stand by for a second. Please hold while I ask what playlist Steve has on Specify. Okay, so we're back. Sorry about that. But Sorry um, about that, guys. That was an important conversation. Thank for you no for being reason, patient. We, we had to hash out something very important there. Right. Um, mostly the fact that I don't use Specify, but Steve does. Uh, so... In the finale, if you can call it that, or conclusion, if well, you can call it before, that. Before we get to that, okay. we, didn't talk, we didn't talk about Piggy and Deadly right before Ingrid Michaelson. Oh, okay. Right talk, about, Ingrid- talk, talk about Piggy and Deadly right before, right before the person whose name I can never remember. Okay, right before Ingrid Michael sang, Piggy and Deadly were talking about uh, Piggy's still enduring loneliness. Yes. And Deadly's finally had enough of this. And he says, look, you've got someone, you, you are not an easy person to be friends with, but the person who would be your best friend would not want you to be easy. They would want you to be yourself. And he, would, he, he has a very nice, sweet little speech indicating that, hey, I'm your best friend. I've been your best friend all along, and I'll always be your best friend because I like who you are for you. And I think it was perfect. Yeah, because she looks over at Sweetums and says, "I can never be friends with Sweetums. He lives all the way in Garden Grove, which I'll actually know where that is in uh, <laughs> just about a month. Here, I'll, t- I'll tell you all about it. But great, it was a very funny LA joke. And then we cut back to you know, okay, no, obviously it's me. He doesn't say that, but it's, he's it's very clear. Yeah. And uh, so then Ingrid Michael sings, and Picky sings with her. And Uncle Dudley kind of walks her through, helps her through the song. And so they kind of sing it to each other. And it's very sweet. And then we get to, I think, probably one of the best piggy parts of the entire episode where she talks about, well, of course, of course, we're great friends because how could Dudley not see that? Like, she has to go to Dudley. She still can't admit that it was her. I love that. And then as she's like, like swilling this glass of white wine around and saying, what was he drunk? I thought that was perfect. <laughs> and then, a Muppet swelling anything is great. Yes. And then finally we get to the bit when we see um, how Miss Piggy has very kindly uh, brought all the Muppets to see Uncle Deadly's play. And that was a really nice touching ending. That was very sweet. And that's where we get to see Gloria Estefan in a bow tie. Yeah. Muppets and in a bow tie. Gotta love it. Yeah, I know. Muppets in a bow tie. Always Muppets works. in a bow tie. Yep. Um... And we also get <laughs> Uncle Deadly yelling at Kermit and Piggy for talking oh. in the audience, which made me wonder, how would he react if Statler and Waldorf had been in his audience? Why wasn't that the after credits or during the Oh, where during were they? Scene? Oh, missed opportunity. If, if, yeah. there was a, if he goes out there for the second showing and the only people in the audience are Statler and Waldorf oh, and already they're just man. giving him a hard time right from the beginning and he's like, 
why must the show go on? Like, that would have been amazing. Uh, Although, but instead, what we something. got was was Pepe being um, uh, well, Pepe various people in suits. and his people in suits. This was really one of the funniest parts of the whole show. I was a little disappointed by it. Oh no, this is. I want to wear a dress, but I'm going to wear pants because I have a brand now. I'm Dan Keaton. <laughs> like, uh, buy, sell. I have a second family. Oh, my Lord. This was not your favorite thing. I am uh, Barack Obama, and uh, I can eat uh, whatever I want for dinner. <laughs> I didn't find that all that funny. I didn't quite How did it. you not find that funny? What's funny about it? That's What's hilarious. Funny about it? What's funny about it? Explain the joke. <laughs> I must be missing something. No, there's nothing to miss. That's the beauty of it. It's It's him saying that... He's the president of the United States, and because he's the president, he can he can lead the country? No, no. He can affect foreign policy? No, no. He can have whatever he wants for dinner. Come on! Eh. Ah, what is wrong with you? There are some things that are my kind of humor, some things that are not, okay? Oh, That's man. just the way it is. Maybe, maybe you'll feel better... First of all, after we play this song, Steve's mad at JD again. Steve's mad at JD again. Steve's mad at JD again. Steve's mad at Hank Slavin. Hey! Yes, I, I feel a little better now. Thank you. And I think you'll feel a lot better after this commercial break. Let's go. For information on how you can become a sponsor of Muppet Hub's podcast productions, please send an email to contact at jdhansel.com with the subject sponsor. This ridiculous notion that art is all about trying to capture reality is absolutely uh, absurd, as there is no way to capture reality. I don't reality know why in art, we keep doing this. It's not. It's why not we keep coming back from breaks art, this way? Because it's just reality. He knows how this whole bit goes. We're going to do this for three more weeks. He's going to come back and talk about some nonsensical stuff, and I'm supposed to interrupt him, and he just keeps talking and talking and talking hoping that i'm going to stop him and i i have steve. to stop him eventually because steve? if i don't steve there's no more what hey steve steve what um yes huh what uh, oh, are, are we back we're, we're back i know oh oh okay yeah. steve you got to get in the habit of actually trying to pay attention to when we're coming back from the commercial oh, so, break uh, sorry okay? about that i just got wrapped up in something right. okay it's, yes here we are it's it's fine all right it's always good to have a little delay um the guy in the red shirt got time to go grab some more popcorn oh good good i'm glad yeah, good for him. He, he listens to your show too, right? Now, we did make sure to charge him full price for that refill, right? Of course. Okay, good, good. Yes, course, yes, yeah. I, I love the, the guy in the, in the red shirt. Yeah, because I know uh, I've heard you mention him on the Muppet cast at least once before. Uh, definitely, at least, yeah, definitely at least once before, yes. Yes, yes. So, that's good. Um, what do you say we go into burnt hamburgers? Let's do it. Burnt hamburgers. I believe you mean burned hamburgers. Yes, I mean burnt hamburgers. Yes, that's right. That's what I mean. Sure. Let's go with that. So, what do we think of the pigs in this episode? Steve, we mostly just have to talk about Miss Piggy. I didn't even see Andy and Randy. They were no-shows. Um, I can't believe Andy and Randy weren't in here. What are they, they thinking? They stood us up. They stood us up. Randy, and especially Andy, are the lifeblood of this show. Well... Randy, yeah, but then there's Andy. I mean, well, I, I mean, Andy has his moments, but come on, I mean, what are, what are the Muppets without Andy? I I don't know, but in any case, we do have two pigs to talk about because two pigs made an appearance in this episode, both Miss Piggy and the device. I mean, Denise, 
Denise also made an appearance in this show. She did not. Even even if she wasn't physically on screen, her presence was made known by the box of stuff that she left for Kermit. Miss Piggy, we we have been talking about her for the past oh 17 days, something like that. Feels like it at least. But uh, and she was fine. But I thought Denise um, was used very effectively here because. We know she's making her exit, and this was the clear signal that you know what this is. This is over. It's been fun, but and actually, you know what? I would like to see Denise one more time. Now here's, that we're talking about burnt hamburgers, and we're talking about all the pigs. Here's what I'd like to see for for Denise. Do you know okay. what I'd like to see for Denise? Tell me what you would like to see for Denise. I would like to see Denise come in on the finale for the 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 part of the show where they're doing the up late stuff. And Denise comes in with her new boyfriend on the arm of... Link Hogthrob. That's right. I want to see Denise with Link Hogthrob. (gasps) Oh. Oh, my. Right? Gosh. Just dropping that bomb right there. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say Ken, but I think that Link is probably better. See? Oh, wow. Wow. What? Hmm. Actually, what I want to see is Wait, wait, all... wait. Just stop. Just mm-hmm. just let that sit for just a minute. Oh, just okay. Let it, just let it sit. Okay, now go ahead. Okay, all right. You didn't notice the, the thing I wiped on your shoulder while we were doing that, did you? Hmm? Oh, oh, God! Oh, sorry. I, I shouldn't have brought it up. Never mind. Um, it, it's, This is why you don't keep me waiting. This, I just get, I just get bored. Well, yeah, that's what I'm here for. Um... But yeah, what I'd rather see happen is we have the next few episodes that are really, really trying to, um, what's a good term for this? Hammer it in, this this idea that um, Kermit and Piggy are getting back together and Denise yeah. is going away. And yeah. then all of a sudden, at the end of the last episode, major swerve. And, major swerve, Kermit and Denise are back together and they're engaged or something crazy like that. I could see that happening, too. I'm more interested in that because the whole idea that Denise and Kermit are totally done already, I'm not cool with that. I am not okay with that because I stand with Denise. You have been consistently on Team Denise. Yes. Now, you were saying that apparently my original opinion um, was not so... uh, My original opinion about Denise, I mean, was not so hot. Um, I seem to believe that you did not like Denise at the outset. But now, I could be here, wrong. Here's the th- as, as I'm thinking back, I didn't like the Denise puppet because I thought she looked hideous. Okay. Um, but I, I still do think that they, they've retooled at least that puppet. Um, I know you think oh, that I've just gotten used to it, um, or it's just the glasses or something like that. But I can tell the puppet has had a lot of work done on it over the past few months. So it's you think they've had better, wait, You better, think they've better. had like successive iterations of the Denise puppet? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I think that okay. they've been making gradual tweaks along the way to make the puppet look better. See, I don't think they would have spent that much money on Denise, but okay. Um. Well, I don't know that it, they don't have to keep rebuilding the puppet. They just got to pop the eyes off and put better ones on there. At, the, at most, pop the head off and put a oh new one God. on there. Oh my God, that would that's, be a little that's more inhuman. What are you but... talking about? Popping people's eyes out and heads off? It's the Muppets, man. It's the this way is, they work. This is Muppets we're talking about. These are real living things. Popping is, eyes is, out. Is, is that how this works? Because that gosh. is that is not the impression that I got from Eric Jacobson and Steve Whitmire and um, 
you know, all those other Muppet people we've been talking about. There are people in the audience that you you can ask them. These, these are real people here we're talking about. Mm. Okay, if you say so. I'm sorry that I said anything. Poor Denise. I did not mean you for her to be decapitated. Be. Um, or, de- or deoculated, for that matter. The guy in the red shirt. What? Nothing. Keep going. Okay. Just do your um, thing. I'm just glad that I found a way to work the word deoculated into the episode. That's pretty darn impressive, actually. Yeah. 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 Got to got to hand it to you there. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Thank nice you. Job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but as far as Piggy goes, I think you may have been about to go down this road yourself. So I'm I'm going to let you and see if you do. But if not, then I've got an interesting direction in which I want right. to take this. So okay. say what you were going to say before the break. And not about how stupid my hair looks. The other thing. <laughs> what was I going to say? You were going to talk about how Miss Piggy... Um, oh, okay. So something interesting about the relationship dynamic between Miss Piggy and the two men in her life. Not the one, but the two men in her life. Because she does have a very good friend in Uncle Deadly. He is... As I've said many times, and in fact, also in this episode, the caretaker of Miss Piggy's delusion, he's a very good friend to her. But as close as Uncle Deadly is, we know there's never going to be a romantic interest there. Yep. There's just not. It's it's written as a completely platonic thing, as well as it always should be. I never want to see any hint of Uncle Deadly being attracted to Miss Piggy. But if what we do, he, I'm what, done. I'll turn what, off the show and I'll never watch it again. <laughs> That's not true. You will. You'll have to. You have no choice. It's a Muppet show. I will, because I'm an idiot. Yes. I know. But um, (laughs) I think that it would be really interesting. It it wouldn't make enough sense, so they won't do this, and I understand why they won't do this, but it would be really interesting if somehow Uncle Deadly ended up with Denise. (laughs) That would would also be (laughs) interesting, and this is not the only conversation I've had that's mentioned that, yes. Really? But at the same time... We also have Piggy and Kermit, who yes. right now have, have a very complex, they've always had a very complex relationship, but now Indeed. it's even more complex because yes. they're one degree farther removed from being an actual romantic couple, even though they're kind of like Jim and Pam right now. We know they're going to get back together. We just don't know when or how. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. That makes it an interesting ride through the season. But yeah. I do think that we are unquestionably angling back toward a reconciliation by the finale. And I think that next episode because is going to Because I don't think really we're introduce... so sure we're going to get another crack at this on TV. Yeah. So we're going to resolve this. Yeah. I mean, if they end the season on a cliffhanger and then there's no season two. That would be bad. It would be bad, be but bad. it wouldn't be the worst simply Which because... is why we need to encourage them to do a season two. Perhaps, yes. nay, in song. I shall consider it. Okay. I appreciate your consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, but you didn't go where I thought you were going to go with that. I'm going to take All this right. in a different... All right. Okay. Uh, uh, sorry. I was... Uh, I was uh, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Ah. Uh, thirsty, sore throat, all that bad stuff. Um, Did you say Kyle Cease? What? I just said comedian Kyle Cease. I didn't say anything about oh. that. Okay. I think in response to what you had been saying, I wanted to say something else, and now I can't remember what that was oh yeah i was going to talk about the upcoming episode the one that's up next because i think in that one we're going to see miss piggy and kermit uh having even more sparks fly and the situation that leads to that is brilliant are you Mm -hmm. are you aware of what's coming nope do you want me to tell you nope go ahead and tell me now you're the one who doesn't want the spoilers now go ahead and tell me i don't care okay so um i'm not gonna watch it anyway 
Right, of course. So here's the thing. Um, we've all known, and the Muppets have all known, or at least most of them have all known, that Kermit and Piggy have been split up for a while. Right. Do you know who was not told this little bit of information? Uncle Dudley? No, a young impressionable kid um, who's very close to Kermit named Robin. <gasps> no. He was not aware that Kermit and Piggy split. So Robin next, is not coming on this show. In the You're next episode, me. they have to pretend that they're still a couple for the sake of Robin, who oh, is in the episode. Oh my god, Robin's episode. gonna come on. Oh, that's great. I know. I know. Still no word on if Walter's ever gonna be in the series. Well, we we'll don't have any Walter. confirmation of that. Um, you know what? If, no, Walter's gonna come out. The last segment of the last episode. <laughs> it, it'll it'll be the credits, and he'll be like, "Hey, time to start episode one of that new show." That's it. Yeah, that's what'll happen. <laughs> that's exactly what'll happen. Oh yeah, he'll come oh, in with donuts wow. for Robin's everyone. coming back. That's so Robin's great. Robin's coming back. Yes, oh, he's flying so back to the Where the, the heck has he great. been? Um, I believe that when he and Rizzo walked off stage in Muppets Most Wanted, Rizzo just kind of kept. Uh, uh, Robin just kind of kept walking. And walking, and walking, and walking, and hello, and walking, and walking. This breakup and walking, and walking. was on the internet. How does he not? Who doesn't have the internet? The swamp. You do. You're listening right now. You the have the internet. S- the swamp. The swamp has Wi-Fi. I've, when does I've the never swamp been to the swamp. The swamp has Wi-Fi. Everywhere has Wi-Fi. And if not, they have 4G. But that's not the same. 4G is. Actually, it's kind of like Frog, if you think about it. But there's there has to be a way for Robin to have... We can I'm, have this I'm argument curious. next episode. We can I'm have really this argument curious next how episode. But what I was okay. going to say is that, gosh, this episode got long fast. We need to hurry this up. We um, have done, we have now I, done an episode that is four times as long as true. the TV show we're talking about. I actually thought that this was going to be one of the shortest recordings that we've done. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. We've seen to that. Who'd have thunk? Um, but... No, I think what I was going to say is that one of the interesting things about Miss Piggy is that she has a character that sort of necessitates for her to be one of the few Muppets in the group. Or, uh, sorry, a few female Muppets, I mean to say, in the group. And because we we talk a lot about why aren't there more female Muppets, we obviously want there to be more female Muppets in the group. But in this episode kind of got me thinking about the fact that, mm, sort of like that old... Marx Brothers line, I wouldn't want to be a part of any club that would have me. Yes. Um, I don't think that Miss Piggy would want to be in any group of entertainers where there were any other female characters on her level. I'm she, sure that's true. She naturally is the type of person who tries to push, or even if she doesn't try to, she just ends up pushing other women away. Yes. It's just what she does. She always feels in some way threatened by them or that they're lesser than her mm-hmm. it's always one yes. or the other she can't ever handle this idea of being equals with someone no. um so she can deal with janice being there because janice is just gonna hang out with the other people who are drugged and she's totally zoned out and isn't a threat to piggy doesn't care about camilla because camilla's only been interested in gonzo as far as we know maybe recently that changed but she's never been much of a threat skeeter's gone we don't know why. Maybe that's Piggy's fault as well. Who knows? Yolanda is a rat, so I don't think Miss Piggy's got too much to worry about there. I mean, she's gotten herself situated in a group of people where she gets to be the leading lady, and there is no competition. And I think, whether she realizes it or not, it may be subconscious, but she's actively keeping it that way. Yes, she what, is. What other, what other woman would want to be 
a part of the Muppets if they had to constantly deal with Piggy pushing her away from Kermit and pushing her out of the spotlight. Good point. I think that she's, she's the type of character that repels other female Muppets from even being a possibility uh, unless we're getting a situation like Denise in which there's supposed to be a contrast there. Yes. They're, suppo- they're not supposed to get along. But if you right. tried to introduce other female Muppets to be Piggy's friends or even to share the spotlight, it's not going to go very well. It's not going to work, no. No, she she made fun of Annie Sue on The Muppet Show, similarly to the way that she would make fun of Denise on the new show, actually, calling her a very kid true. and all that stuff. Very condescending, um, yes. Yeah, that's just, that's what she does. No wonder Annie Sue didn't really hang out with The Muppets all that much more after The Muppet Show. <laughs> Who would want to have to deal with more of the pig's crap? I mean, well, Annie Sue actually kind of looked through... Miss, looked at Miss Piggy with rose-colored glasses now that I think about it. I gotta rewatch Annie Sue's stuff. Um, it's been a while since I've watched some good old Annie Sue. But that's that's not the point. I think you get no, what I'm trying no, to no. say. I, I understand um, what you're trying to say. Yes. Yeah, there, there's also this interview that Miss Piggy did on a morning show once. I wish I could find the clip of it. What are we, what are we uh, even talking about now? Uh, no, this is important. She oh, actually... Okay. Someone was asking her about um, what it's like with her friends, the Muppets, and she kind of says, she basically says, oh, I don't have any friends. And everyone's like, aw. And she's like, no, don't aw. I like it that way. Oh, um, okay. All right. And so it's interesting for me to see the contrast between the attitude she had about the whole no friends thing there in mm-hmm. relation to the way it's handled in this episode. So there's a little bit of inconsistency, but I'll allow it. Still made for an interesting episode. Yes. Yes, it And did. there were some interesting parts of this episode that we're about to talk about right now in the favorite segment. It's my favorite. Hey, here we are in the favorite segment. Um, Steve, favorite part, go. Uh, Pepe at the end. Yep, I knew you were going to say that. That's what made it so easy for me. Yep. I don't really know if I had to take a stab at it. It either comes down to Kermit being condescending to Pache or uh, the scene with Miss Piggy and Janice. What about pizza is pitching ice cream? What? Think about that for a minute. What, what did Pache want them to do the branded content about? Yogurt. So, no, frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt, okay. So pizza is pitching ice cream. Wait a second. Do you think that's the ice cream that we saw um, Gloria Stefan enjoying? When was Gloria Stefan she, eating uh, ice un- cream? Uh, Uncle Deadly was, had a, a cone of ice cream that she was eating. I'm sure that was it then, yes. I can find you the exact time. Wow, you're right. There was a... Yep, you're, you're right. Do you see I'm, it? I'm positive that that, that would have been... Uh, it would have been that thing. Yes. I thought I was Yes going to, to what e- you were saying. I thought I was going to easily be able to find the exact spot I was looking for. No, nah, don't worry about um, it. It's okay. Wait a second. I think I've got it. Um, or... I don't. Well, never mind then. Uh, did we just get our favorites out of the way? We did, yes. Wow, that was nice and quick. So we get to move on to a toast and a... Nope, it's the online petition report. The online petition report. Yay. We are back to the online petition report. Oh, my gosh. We haven't done this in forever. Let's do this this point, I'm just petitioning for this show to be over. Mm. Okay, I'll write that down. Um, the petition to end episode 13. But, but, but not the TV. This talk. podcast, not the TV yeah, no, show. End, Let's be very specific about that. I, I said, I just typed end episode 13 of Let's Talk Muppets. Okay, good. 
Are you good there? Okay. Yes. With that being said, let's uh, let's read through the list of petitions. You ready? You're going to do it anyway. Yep, pretty much. Let's go. The petition to keep the Fraggle Rock movie in Fraggle Rock. The petition to get FrogFan76 on the new Muppet Show on ABC. The petition to get Frank Oz a bodyguard to punch anyone who asks if Frank will do the voice. Uh, the petition to make Sam Eagle and Janice, also known as Samus, a couple. The petition to kill off Statler. The petition to kill off Astoria. The petition to remove Fozzie from approximately 50% of the episode's B or C stories. The petition to add Big Mean Carl to various awkward situations. See Clifford make a cameo. Put Chris Rock on 30 Rock. Make Ryan Dozier the head writer for the Muppets. Uh, show the breakup between Gonzo and Camilla. They sorta kinda did that, but we haven't actually seen you know, the, much about the, what the what was involved in the breakup itself. Well, they um, also sh- have taken Fozzie out of most of the B stories. They did do that one, so... Um, so we, we've got a couple of these. Yeah, we're, we're, we're making progress. This is, Two this out is of a thousand actually, is not bad. That's not too shabby, right? Those are good odds. Um, the petition to produce Godzilla versus Mothra. The petition to have Alice Cooper on the new show as a guest star. The petition to bring back Hilda to give Ralph his own advice segment in each episode, uh, to start each episode with a Brian Henson intro, a la the best of the Muppet Show videos. Do you remember those at all? I loved those. Yes, yeah, those were d- funny. I doubt yeah. anyone else remembers those. Uh, probably like not, though, yeah. We, we probably, probably shouldn't us. even bother referencing them. That's, no, oh, probably well. not. Oh, well. Anyway, uh, the petition to put FrogFan76 in charge of the Jim Henson Company, the petition to get a robe for Ken, the petition to make obsessive Henson fan disorder an actual medical thing, uh, get Kermit to give an explanation of the afterlife at my memorial service. Add Tutter from Bear in the Big Blue House to the cast of the new series. Rename the series to The Uncle Deadly Show. Uh, produce Uncle Deadly's fashion line. Looks like they almost sort of kind of did that, but almost. only in-universe. Almost, yeah. yep. Um, the petition to add at least one scene this season with Robin, and they're going to do that, so that one's yep. out of the way. Uh, the petition to make Walter the new host of Up Late with Miss Piggy. The petition to send Steve and myself coffee mugs from Up Late with Miss Piggy. Um, petition to have Tom Hanks guest star, petition to have Frank Oz guest star, petition to learn to fly with Tom Petty, petition to send me piggy water and hogwash, petition to add Big Mean Carl's performance of Twas the Night Before Christmas to the season DVD release. We're getting very close to the end, I promise you. Thank Uh, you. The petition to get Ken to cut his nails, uh, to get Paul Williams a cameo in a Star Wars movie, to make Lumberjack Jedi spin-off productions. To produce anti-lightsabers that function as controlled black holes. Uh, The petition to kill off Pache. The petition to get Steve Swanson and J.D. Hansel to make a list of requests for season two. Uh, The petition to show more comedy from Gans Rispe. The petition to put Big Mean Carla in the Muppet Madness tournament. And last but not least, the petition to end episode 13 of Let's Talk Muppets. And with that... Boy, it's been a great show, GD. It's, Haven't we had a whole lot of fun here? It has been a great show. Wow. Oh, I know. Oh, shut man. up. Would you like Good to morning, close out? everyone. Yeah, would you like to close out with all your, uh, you know, it's not after midnight. You be quiet. Would you like to start off with your stuff? Um, Feels like it. it feels your like stuff? it's 8 in the morning. Uh, yes. Hi, everyone. I'm still Steve Swanson. Still sitting here in front of this microphone, and I don't know How why. How is it but spelled? I'm, it's spelled the way it sounds. S-T-E-V-E. What are you, crazy? Anyways, I am from the Muppet Cast, which you can find at MuppetCast.com. You can also find us in iTunes by going to MuppetCast.com slash iTunes. The Facebook page is Facebook.com slash MuppetCast. The, the Instagram and Twitter feeds are both at MuppetCast. You can also find all of our handiwork for the Muppet Madness tournament coming up right away at Muppet 
tournament.com. Guys, there's going to be so much fun to be had. I still can't tell you anything about it, even though I want to. There's there is so much Muppet fun coming up on the Muppet Madness Tournament. And once the tournament starts, the Muppet Cast episodes will resume. So stay tuned for all that. It's all coming up. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but you'll get to listen to me do it. Oh, I hate when you finish right when I'm taking a drink of water. You I'm always, really good at that, aren't I? You have a great talent for stopping practice every right week. when I've put the bottle of water or cup of water up to my mouth. But that's not important right now. Anyways, I'm J.D. Hansel, spelled how it sounds, D-O-N-A-T-E, and you can subscribe to this podcast by going to MuppetHub.com slash iTunes. And I would really appreciate it if you subscribed there and followed along with the show on the Twitter feeds, as I mentioned, and also... Please, if you can, give us a little rating or review. I don't care what you say as long as you're being honest, um, because ratings and reviews would be nice. Those are helpful. Those Please are don't be things. honest about this episode. Don't be don't honest, be honest about, about, this about this episode. No. Be honest about the episodes that you really, really like. Yes. And only those. That would be great. That It would really help out the podcast. Seriously, folks. All right. And we have done more content than remains in the, in the first season of The Muppets. Do you know that? What? Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. We need to end this. I'm ending this right now. That's it. I'm J.D. Hansel, and I can have whatever I want for dinner. Are you satisfied now, Steve? Is that, is so that what you wanted? That's so funny. Yes, I loved it. Thank you. Sure, anytime. Uh, everyone listening, because I know he's going to put this in here. Tell me you didn't hear J.D. Hansel's voice saying that when Pepe did it in the TV show. The following recording is um, uh, rated PG. Just a little bit of parental guidance suggested. Thank you. What makes a miracle? What brings the Muppets season two? How can a guy like me help to get this show renewed? And how can there be Muppet shows if parents still have doubts? It's time to leave the doubts behind and shove socks in their mouths. I believe that your hashtag can get shared across the nations. I believe in reruns, DVR, and global syndication. I believe we can make this Muppet dream come true. Oh yes, I believe in season two. I believe if you tell your friends we'll all be celebrating I believe a little word of mouth can boost the Nielsen ratings I believe we can show the network that it's true Heck yeah, I believe in season two There's no reason to prevent season two from getting off the ground Cause pre-production just must begin If we make a mighty sound I believe a whispering campaign can stir up a revolution. I believe hashtag renew the Muppets is part of a solution. Ain't it amazing what absolute ecstasy comes from a retweet from you? Darn right, we believe in season two. And if you say the show ain't staying, listen close to what I am saying. Screw you, we want freaking season two. 